Hey guys, so I'm here, I was editing the video for this week's episode, and a uh, funny story, we recorded on Google Hangouts on Air, and we've done that in the past, and it's given us a decent recording. Well, we had some issues with this recording, and for some reason, it didn't change camera. Even though when we recorded it, I saw it changing to whoever was talking, for some reason, it decided to keep the camera on Shiva and Sketch the entire time. So, that's why what you're about to see Gonna look a little weird. Um, sorry about that, and uh, at least you can still listen to us. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Anime Cons TV. It's December, the end of the year, and as our tradition that we've done every year, we're doing our predictions. Uh, we made some predictions last year, and we're making more this year. Or for next year, and so we'll, we're going to take this episode and review our predictions for 2017 and see how we did, and then we'll make some predictions for 2018. And uh, so I have with me I'm Patrick Delahanty, and I have with me Doug Wilder. Hey guys, how's it going? Elizabeth O'Malley. Hey guys. Shiva and Rob. Hey. Hi, I'm Rob now. <laughs> yes, whatever. Everybody knows you. 2018 prediction is that he's going to change his name again. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we let's see, give me the list of their predictions. So, uh, I predicted a uh, little inside baseball that Enemy Cons TV would pass a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Um, I was wrong. <laughs> the last time I looked, yeah, I looked yesterday and we were at 888. So close. Failure on you, viewers. Yeah. Yeah, Tell I your think, friends. I think we were at 600-something last year. I forget. But oh, well, then we'll make 1,000 next year. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think we will. I think that's a pretty safe bet because there's only 112 left to go. So we'll probably hit that within six months, I hope. Make it happen. And uh, so, Rob, you predicted... Another surprise anime will have a resurgence in the cosplay community. I don't really know if this came true or not because uh, we were having a kid, so we didn't go to many cons. <laughs> but I think uh, technically Voltron was really big, but it's not the old one. It's the resurgence of the new uh, release, new episodes of it. But I don't so know. I like you're kind of I right. I would say you were right with, honestly, Dragon Ball. Well, last year it was Dragon Ball that did it. No, it was going strong then. Yeah. I mean, everything everything going on uh, with that series is still like kicking ass. So yeah, that would be good to hear. Inconclusive. I don't know. Plausible. We can give you a pass on this one. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I got a pass. Usually, it's never right. Uh, Shiva, you predicted Yuri on Ice will be the new Attack on Titan at conventions. Totally right. Oh, you totally got this one. Yeah. <laughs> and I was actually shocked at some of the cons you went to. There wasn't even more of it. Like, there was plenty. Yeah. But, like, on Anime Boston, I don't think they had any skits for, like, Yuri on Ice, which I was surprised at. But it, it was every, the cosplay was everywhere. Yeah. It, it, was strong, it was strong in AMVs, too. It was. Yeah. 
And then at Crunchyroll Expo, they even had uh, Olympic figure skater as a guest who's a big fan of Yuri on Ice. I forget who it was. Anyway, it was, yeah, so definitely Yuri on Ice was big. Uh, Elizabeth, you predicted that you will finally cosplay Lulu from Final Fantasy X. <laughs> no, I don't know. I I can see a box from here that has Lulu on it, and it has fabric and stuff in it. Lots and lots of belts. Many belts yet. Um. Yeah, that's as far as I go. Didn't I also predict that I'd bring my husband to a con? Yeah, I think that was a 2016 prediction. Oh, maybe. That still hasn't happened. Still hasn't. <laughs> Someday. Someday. Yeah, Lulu, it's, um, yeah, I, I have a lot of the stuff to make it. I just need to figure it out. I know I have a pretty good idea of how to do it, so I need to just stop making it. Still won't happen. But you made how many costumes this year, and you still haven't done Lulu? I only need 12. So. <laughs> only 12! Slacker. <laughs> oh, 12. And, uh, Doug, you predicted that you will have a meltdown at Star Wars Celebration, meaning either you would physically melt from being in the heat in your costume, or you would just have a meltdown from awesomeness. Um, well, I didn't actually melt, melt from the heat. Like the Orange County Convention Center, I actually had really good air conditioning, and even when I was wearing the full Biker Scout kit, I didn't really get that hot, which is incredible given that it was you know April in Orlando, and there was thousands of people at the convention center. Um, the closest I can say that I had was. Um, watching watching the live stream because I didn't want to spend the overnight waiting to go to the actual panel room of the premiere of Last Jedi tra uh, teaser trailer. I may have gotten a little misty and I, I won't lie. That was because, and I was probably feeding off the energy of just being at that convention as it's happening. I don't know if you'd call that a meltdown, but I definitely got pretty excited. Um, so, yeah. I saw all the stuff that you reported, and I watched the Star Wars show, and all, everything I, I saw about that. I was like, Svet and I were both, oh my god, we need to go to this event next year. Uh, well, don't worry. You have a year off. You have a year off. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're not doing it in 2018, so... So, so you have time to save. You have time to plan. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to um, be busy doing stuff next year anyway, so yeah, yeah. It's for the best. But, yeah, that was, wow. It was, we'll get into that more when we do our year in review episode, but I definitely had some moments where, just you know, if we're saying meltdown, that I was just like, I can't believe I'm doing this stuff. So it was very exciting, at least. That's cool. Now, uh, Rue wasn't able to make it. He had to work late tonight. But uh, last year he predicted he will cosplay something that's not Gabe Newell. Uh, I don't. I didn't see him in a costume at PortCon, uh, so I don't know. I don't think that happened. So we need to make that happen next year. Yeah, he'll have to send us a voicemail and let us know if he did it. 
And uh, so, yeah, Svet didn't make a prediction for 2017. So, I think she was disappointed by her 2016 prediction that we would see the last of Donald Trump. So, whoops. Um, so, what do we get for predictions for uh, 2018? Uh, Doug, you want to go first on this one? Uh, sure. I mean, I hate to say it, but I think we're going to see more cons really having bag checks and stuff. I think it's going to become the new normal, and I think you're you're going to see that more and more. And some, it's going to people are going to have to try and figure out what to do. I think it's just the way the wind's blowing. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And um, yeah, there was a con. Was it Phoenix? They had to shut it down. There've been some incidents around the country. And- yeah. Where they and they they said you know flat I think there was they said flat out no pro no props period end of discussion like the day before and most people I said you know when they explained the circumstances most people were like totally understood so I don't know if we'll get that extreme but I think there there is definitely going to be a push for security and then maybe a push back to make sure that if they are going to be required they're going to have to be efficient. Because some of these cons, unfortunately, are required by either the venue or they decide to require it themselves, but it creates bottlenecks. So I think you're going to see a pushback from the community, too. Yeah, and I, 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 I think one of the issues that comes up is inconsistency in the bag checks, where somebody can bring in a lightsaber, and then an hour later, somebody, some other security guard says, no, you can't bring in any weapons. It's like, really? It's a, it's a laser sword. I had a pack. I purposely had a wristlet, which is like just a large wallet, so I wouldn't have a bag. And I, I was fine like three or four times, and then one other one time, the guy was like, "No, that's the bag. You have to get it checked." So like, fine. All I had to do was step over to the left to the guy who's checking it, and he gave me this look. He's like, "Why am I looking at this?" And it's definitely not big enough to put in a weapon. So clearly, they were looking for other things, like with maybe twice the size. I don't know. Like, so go ahead and check out all the guys' wallets because this is a wallet. It is not bad. I, 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 I definitely went to one convention where I had just my regular backpack that I kind of bring you know, to and from work every day and just carry all the time. And you know, most times it was just open the main compartment, but there was one or two times somebody went through every single little pocket of this backpack. But again, just even in the span of, I'd say, maybe an hour because I was going from one part of the show floor to another, I got, you know, it was that inconsistent. So it, it, I had to do bag checks at BlizzCon, too. And they gave people a bag when they got their registration. So everybody had a bag. And uh, when you go to registration, you had to go to bag check. Then you go in, you get your stuff, and the store was there. But when you leave, you had to go outside of the convention center and then back in through another bag check. So it was really frustrating to have to go through a bag check twice when I was already inside. Just let me through. Yeah. Okay. Free idea for con organizers. If you're going to give away free bags or something, a lot of companies like Four Imprint and stuff sell clear bags that you can give as, you know, get as branded stuff. 
free idea. If you're going to do give away, give away or sell bags as merchandise, make it clear so people can make bag checks easier. Or even just the bag you get with your uh, program guide and everything. Make that clear. Put your logo on it, but let people see in it. Save so much time. Uh, Elizabeth, you get a prediction for next year. Um, yeah, my prediction is I think we'll see more cosplay and costuming centric conventions. So, like the cosplay and photography expo um, event I went to this year, which is a two day event. Um, we see more of those um, where it's focused on like just the costuming and cosplay. Um, yeah, I had a really good time at that event, so I like to see more of those. I had something else that like popped in my head five minutes ago, and now I can't remember. <laughs> I think we're we're getting there. I mean, this this past year, that was my big kind of criticism of Katsucon was it really should embrace that it's become a costuming convention and push that track a bit more. Yeah, and as I enter events into the uh, convention database, I see a lot more that are just focused on costumes, and they're not anime. They're not saying a Comic Con. They're actually trying to be a cosplay event or a uh, costuming convention, and I, th I think people have realized, oh, well, that's what people are here for. Let's just make the convention about that and forget pretending it's about comics, which half of these comic cons don't have a single comic stealer. So, uh, Shiva, what did you get for a prediction? So I think um, next year there's going to be uh, a court decision because right now I know San Diego Comic-Con is in a legal battle to try to say that other cons can't use the Comic-Con title. And, and they're not the only ones kind of coming up against this. We've become so saturated with conventions that now they're in like direct competition with each other where before it used to be more spread out. And so I think there's going to be some kind of legal decision that happens in regards to the branding of a con that's going to impact pretty much every convention in the country and how they, you know, name themselves and also how they brand themselves. Um, it's, it's become that much of a mainstream thing that this is a problem now. Now, do, do you think that uh, San Diego Comic-Con is going to win the case and control the Comic-Con name? Is, is and I think this is hard because I, I mean, growing up as like, uh, a writer, we, I was always taught you can't copyright a name. Like titles cannot be copywritten. But however, you can't mislead the public into thinking that they're purchasing something that they're not. So, for example, I can't, you know, make some uh, knockoff and call it Star Wars, but I can't at the same time say no one can call anything Star Wars. But if I'm trying to sell a movie, and obviously someone would think that I'm that my movie potentially could be mixed up with the famous Star Wars, then that is a legal problem. So I'm hesitant to think that if, it, if Comic Con's using the argument that they own the name, I don't think they're going to win that. I don't think they can say that we own the name Comic Con. However, if they can somehow prove that other conventions are trying to mislead the public into thinking that people are buying something that's being run by the San Diego Comic-Con people, that's something they can potentially win. Um, and I, I think I know that Anime Boston's in a similar thing, but I think they're focused more on the brand aspect that they feel like the public's being misled. So I'm not sure in the more high-profile case 
what part of the argument they're really trying to push for. Um, I think if they're just trying to go for the name, I don't think they're going to win that. I think, I think they missed their chance. I think if they did it six or seven, eight, ten years ago, then it makes more sense. But, like, that's what every comic book show calls themselves is whatever Comic-Con. Like, it's way... Like, it's, they missed their chance. Like, I don't know if it is trademarked already, if they're trying to. I don't know, really know any of the details, but it's, it, it, I think it's, I mean, in my opinion, it's way too late. Well, I don't think they're the first one. I think if they can, the other convention can prove that they've been using it longer, I, I really don't see how they have a, a leg to stand on. And again, unless they think people, they can prove that people have been misled. But I don't think they can even do that in these cases. Yeah, and uh, they seem to be going f to just... I don't know why they went after uh, Salt Lake City Comic Con first. I would have thought they'd try a smaller one that they could just overpower with their their might uh, and then get the president like, okay, if it's Comic Con, it's us. But yeah, I think at this point it's just too generic, mm -hmm. uh, the term Comic Con, because everybody's using it, and they have been for decades. Um and it's and it is that fine line. And again, we're talking as the the anime anime Boston is involved in this and this other one. And disclaimer: I'm just I know I'm a staff member of Anime Boston. This is my own personal opinion. I think you know in that case, it's clear to see trying to go for an angle of confusion versus a generic term. And I think that's. You're going to see more things like that of, well, a comic con is a comic convention, a convention for comics, but whereas the other one is much more just trying to get people that are confused by the name. I mean, how many times have you typed in, misspelled something when you're typing in a word on a, you know, a URL in, on your computer, and now you have, a, you know, a knockoff website because you misspelled wherever you were trying to go to. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, definitely. And, uh, Sketch, you get a prediction? Uh, I made up two different ones during the day, and then I did research and realized that I'm an idiot, and I clearly don't have the like, pulse on the uh, anime world anymore. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's true. So I'm like, okay, I can't do that. So I'm going to go a little bit more generic, and it kind of came to me as we were talking, is that I think a certain... I think there's a possibility... A possibility... For a certain TV-headed robot, Mach 2 to happen. Ooh. Oh. Like I say, possible. Okay. Wow. <laughs> possible. <laughs> and uh, so I've got a prediction. Uh, not only will we hit a thousand subscribers on YouTube, finally. Subscribe. There's a, a link somewhere. Just go find it. Just it's a big red button. Hit it. Uh, but I will join the Rebel Legion. Oh, that was mine. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Okay, okay. I, I I've said this, and I will I will make this bet public. If Elizabeth or Patrick, whoever finishes their costume first, I will buy their first piece of merchandise. I will pay for whatever merchandise run happens for the Rebel Legion, or if, even if they join the 501st Legion. Whoever gets it done first. Well, I'm also... Like, what, uh, yeah, yeah, that I'm was my other one that I forgot. 
I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm working on another project too. Asteroid. Asteroid. It's a MSC six TW1T. Nice. Um, I'm hoping to do it on an episode of Know How. Uh, I'll pre-record a lot of stuff and we'll show it, but uh, that's probably early next year. So Know How on Twit.tv, and I'll, I'll show some on our podcast too. So why not? Uh, but yeah, I'm going to try to join the Rebel Legion. Uh, I've been I've got the patterns for a Jedi robe that have been half cut out for months now. So I finally have to I have to sit down and actually do it and get it done. And I know Svet wants, to, wants to join too, but we've got to fix up her Sabine costume. And uh, she also wants to do a Jedi librarian. <laughs> Jocasta new? Yes! No. Yes! She wants Not to do a generic Jedi librarian. And they're introducing a standard for a generic Jedi librarian. Still awesome. Yeah. Well, she loves books. So. Yeah. Yeah. I have no complaints here. The only complaint I have is that it's not done yet. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that one will take a while. I, I think we'll do mine first, and then we'll see where we end up. And uh, so I think that's all our predictions for 2018. We'll see in a year how we did. And uh, help me with that subscription prediction. Go do it. And uh, in, Yeah, and last year, people left their predictions in the comments, and that was awesome to see and uh i'm gonna take a look at some of those and we'll, we'll actually i think i'll stick them at the end of this video and we'll see uh what other people's predictions were last year and see how close they came and so post your predictions down here in the comments and we'll see what you get and uh next week we keep, we've got our year in review episode so uh stay tuned and we'll see you then